You're listening to the Healthy Essentials Podcast, episode number 36. Guys, we are done for this season. This is the last one dropping. If you've never tuned into the show before, my name's Lindsay Mustard. I'm your host, holistic nutritionist and personal trainer, and I get the pleasure of interviewing some of the world's best nutrition experts and just incredible human beings all sharing the same passion for health and fitness and just nutrition in general. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce you to today's podcast because I interviewed one of my role models. I have three major health role models in the nutrition field. Julie is one of them that I actually attended a workshop of hers about six or seven years ago or so. I think I was 17 at the time and I was sitting in the back audience and uh, I talked to her afterwards and she's a lovely human being, but it's her, her way of connecting and teaching and just her passion and enthusiasm for health that attracted me to her. So I, I reached out to her and when they responded, they were like, we would love to have Julie on the show. Uh, I definitely had a fangirl moment because not only am I interviewing Julie Danilek, but she is a three-time best-selling author on her fourth book. She appears regularly on the Marilyn Dennis show and she has a, <laughs> a very extremely, um, I think very extremely is a good way of saying it because she is just so popular, um, website and blog and incredible anti-inflammatory uh, meals at heal. So you can find Dan, uh, Julie at juliedanilek.com. You can also find her on Instagram at juliedanilek. Uh, she is, again, like a rock star and a complete uh, energizer bean, I guess is a good way of saying it because she never runs out of gas. Before we tuck into today's show, I just want to give you a few announcements because dun, 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 we will be deep into the Christmas giveaway. Yes, I said that. We are deep into the Christmas giveaway, meaning that we are wrapping up. So this is one of the last few days. What I'm excited about is today's podcast episode goes hand in hand with what we are giving away, and that is Julie Danilek's Hot Detox book. So like I said, you can follow Julie on all the social media platforms. They're all tagged in the show notes. Or you can enter today's giveaway and get your hands on some of her delicious recipes and incredible content for how to essentially switch to an anti-inflammatory diet and eat foods that are really nourishing you from the inside out. That also being said, if you want to take part in the rest of the giveaway, you might have missed the first few days, but that's okay. There's still more to come. It's running on both Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram, my handle is at Lindsay Mustard. Every day at around 8 a.m., I'm posting the giveaway of the day. You have the option to tag friends, you have the option to comment on your favorite ways to use it for additional entries. But the biggest thing is if it's your first time entering one of my giveaways, you have to click the link in my bio just to make sure that you have your first time like registration. It's completely free. We're giving away over $2,000 worth of prizes, which is incredible for a small business because it's all small businesses that are giving the product to me to give to you. But we also have a second one running on Facebook. This is incredible because it's only for the ladies in the private Facebook group that I'm running completely free different content that I'm catering towards you guys and that is a little bit more nutrition yoga fitness oriented and then there is a ton of essential oil recipes and education there so if you want to be a part of that you have to join the Facebook group link is also in the show notes here and in my Instagram bio but I'll be posting the giveaway there so that is all essential oils 12 days of essential oils with about $600 worth of value I am super stoked as are well, a lot of my friends and a lot of my girls, my doTERRA team. So I'm excited to bring that to you. 
with the holiday season coming around, this is a podcast episode that you will definitely want to tuck into. That you will want to make sure that you have a pen and paper or a, a note available on your phone for you to take a few uh, notes down. But these are recipes and tips you will really want to hear. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to my interview with Julie Danilak, where we talk all about anti-inflammatory foods that are easy to make part of your lifestyle, but also delicious and some tips that she has for students who want to eat a healthier diet, but don't exactly have the budget to allow for wild salmon every day for dinner. So without further ado, let's get into today's interview. Before we tuck into the show, I do want to take a moment to thank our show's sponsors. We have two main anchors that I am humbled to have sponsor and be a part of the show and support us as much as they do. The first one being Love Good Fats. If you've never heard of them before, they're a Toronto-based keto company that specializes in making the most, I I always say, wrapper-looking worthy keto bars. Uh, They are packed with wholesome fats, but also a little bit of protein, and they are very low in sugar, meaning it's one to two grams with plenty of fiber. If you haven't tried their bars before... You can pick them up pretty much everywhere now because they're so, so popular, but major grocery stores, health food stores, and I've even seen them at Costco in major deals and savings. Um, There's also their shake mixes as well if you want something that's a little bit more filling for a lunch or if you want to add it to a smoothie or you can even make my keto coffee creamer with it. So if you want to purchase any goodies from Love Good Fats, you can use my discount code Lindsay1234 and that'll get you 20% off your order. The second company that I like to thank is uh, Kaizen Naturals. So Kaizen Naturals, I also approached about two years ago and it was when I was looking for some clean sports supplementation. I've never been a fan of drinking anything with aspartame or any artificial sweeteners or anything along those lines. I used to deviate from them from using them in the gym because they would often give me headaches and I would find that I would be ending workouts early. Whereas now with Kaizen Naturals, it's kind of like a hassle to drag me out of the gym because I still have so much energy. There's no crash after the workouts for me and it's clean tasting uh, sports supplementation that I love and so do all my friends who try it. So um, if you've never heard of Kaizen Naturals, they are the cleanest of sports brands but they don't use any artificial flavorings, colorings, sweeteners, dyes, anything along those lines. I love, 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 and it's important that you emphasize that, their vegan uh, protein powder, specifically their chocolate, and I love their two natural pre- uh, pre-workouts. The first one is pink lemonade, the second one is an iced tea, but they're both sweetened with stevia. And then the third thing I love is their green apple BCAAs because they're all natural, baby. So with that being said, if you want to use my discount code, you can use Lindsay20 for 20% off your order. And sometimes we even have a random 30% that goes off and I will let you know when that happens. But without further ado, I want to get into today's show, but I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for being so incredibly supportive of this because if not, we would not be here. So thank you to Love Good Fats and Kaizen Naturals. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, well, it's fantastic to be here. And I know how you're building such a beautiful thing. So thank you for creating the playground that we can all experience uh, interfacing in your venue. So I think that the podcast is is a perfect way for people to, yeah, just really venture into these different worlds and, and have a voyeuristic experience. So thank you so much for creating that. 
You're welcome. And it's, I think it's fun too when you connect with people because I've attended one of your workshops here in Waterloo. This was a number of years ago. And I, I mentioned this before the call. I was like, do you remember the little redhead sitting in the back corner? <laughs> um, and I, I think that was the day I won a bottle of omega-3s. I think I tweeted something out when I had like two followers or something like that. Yeah. But um, you were one of the inspirations in terms of why I started uh, pursuing holistic nutrition. And, and you really inspired me through your presentation, the way that you captivate people and the way that you teach and educate people, but also your, your way of relating to people. And I think that you do a beautiful um, job through Instagram and Facebook and all these social media platforms but I think podcasting I, I really truly love because you get a chance to connect with the individual one-on-one yes. and uh, you get to meet them um, for the first time I think so I'm very excited to have you on the show um, do you want to give us a little bit of a background of who Julie Danilek is because just in case our audience hasn't heard but you are sure. a three-time best-selling author but you take the reins you tell us all about Julie oh well you're very sweet the, the reason why I got into <laughs> nutrition is because I had profound uh, learning disabilities and food allergies as a child, and it was really hampering my ability to get ahead in life. At seven, I was a whirling dervish of like nervous energy, and I, I was sleepless, and I was crying a lot, and really quite an unhappy little kid. And I ended up um, so fortunate that my mother discovered this doctor, Dr. Feingold, who explained that why certain children have profound attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is that they're actually really allergic to foodstuffs that are not natural. So if it's red dye or MSG or all these artificial things, their brain is, is unfortunately affected because if you have an allergic reaction, it really affects your brain. And so my mom made the brave choice to take me off of sugar and unbelievable dyes and all those artificial foods. She even churned my butter at one point because it used to just say color and she was scared that there was food coloring in butter and no word of a lie my all my symptoms disappeared in two weeks of going on this incredible menu and my grades went from d's to straight a's and all of a sudden I could focus and learn and I was happy and I slept through the night for the first time and so I really owe it to my mom and my dad and my grandmother who helped to raise me in this all-natural world and anyone out there with learning disabilities, attention deficit disorder, you know, you're troubled studying, you're really tempted by a lot of stimulants because you don't know how to get through your day. I really encourage you to try this on because this is something that's so mind blowing. Once you get free of that feeling, you're amazed at how calm you are. So if you suffer from anxiety, please know that it can be very dietary. It can be really uh, trigger triggered deep gut issue because it turns out that our microflora in our bowels really play a huge part in our good feelings because 90% of our serotonin, our feel-good hormone is actually made in the lining of our guts. So if we're eating a lot of really negative food that has a lot of yeast in it, a lot of sugar and flour in it, then unfortunately we nurture the wrong kinds of bad guys. The, the unfortunate stormtroopers can go down there and wreak havoc on the gut. And so we really want to put a lot of soothing anti-inflammatory food down. And the second your gut is calmed down, you often see an incredible change in your skin. So anyone who's, who's fighting, whether it be profound acne or eczema, again, it's got to come down to cleaning up the, the gut. And I can't believe how my life just changed from then on. And thank goodness uh, I decided to turn all that misfortune into these best-selling books. And, and I love educating people now that you can be free of all this pain and anxiety yeah and you've done a beautiful job too you have three on the shelves at the moment three on the shelves and I'm working on my fourth right now yeah I thought 
I thought so. Do we get a taste in terms of what's coming in the fourth one? <laughs> well, what's coming in the fourth one is is really a profound acceptance that I don't do well with any sort of sugar at all. Um, so my nephew, uh, who also cannot have sugar, he inherited my inability to break down sugar. <laughs> we we kind of started this movement of going sugar free. And so we're going to be doing a book that's free of refined flour and all of those heavy sweeteners and learning how to use the alternative sweeteners in ways that make them taste a lot like sugar so that you don't feel deprived at all. But you have incredible mm-hmm. satisfaction without the, the the sugar that's getting you down. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. Oh, and that's that's a very exciting though. Four books. I was gonna say you're oh, you're at a record pace that no one can keep up with. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> your first book is I believe Neil's that heal inflammation. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and then, I love it. And then the second one, I, I'm getting the title right now. Yeah, I know the third slimming, one is the hot detox. Yeah, so it's it's meals that heal, slimming meals that heal, and then the hot detox. So um, I just want to uh, delve into what can people do. I know when people are so into um, sugar, one of the big substitutions that has been working for me so well is this brand new sweetener that, that people may want to discover called monk fruit. Have you enjoyed monk fruit as of late? Yes, I have. I've had it in a couple of baked treats and it tastes the exact same. It's yeah, it's not <laughs> wonderful. It's not bitter. It doesn't have any weird aftertaste. It's very fruity, so it hides really well in smoothies. And I find it uh, just so pleasant that it's been a real godsend to, to find this sweetener and and hope that people are switched onto it because it's 400 between 200 and 400 times sweeter than sugar, um, but has virtually no calories in it. And that's just a massive win for so many people who want to fulfill that sweet tooth and are trying to wean themselves off, off sweets. Yeah. And you need a fraction of the amount. So it, it goes a, a far, far yeah. distance. That's for sure. Yeah, totally. You mentioned, so years ago when you discovered that you had so many allergies and sensitivities as a kid, I think it's rare that um, kids, especially your age when you were going through this, would be taken off all things because there wasn't a lot of options back then. So I'm assuming your mom made everything by scratch. But I'd love for you to talk about um, the cardinal signs of inflammation. So if someone has inflammation in their body, what can they look for? What can they expect? And I guess what are the next steps for them to take? Yeah. A lot of people just think that inflammation is pain especially because that, that symptom really doesn't manifest till after 35 for the most part. A lot of young people are stuck thinking, well, inflammation doesn't apply to me. But those, those five signals should be really identified, and that's swelling, redness, heat, pain. And then the last one really happens in young people, and that's loss of function. Mm-hmm. So say you lose your attention span. Say you lose your ability to move something correctly. So you all of a sudden have limited movement. That is the first sign of silent inflammation. And that's really big amongst, uh, amongst a lot of people. So when we look at the skin, because a lot of young people deal with acne, remember the redness and then the, the actual infection will cause the swelling to happen and the heat in the skin and the, the white little pustule that comes up, that's your white blood cells attacking the bacteria. So you have an infection. And the, of course, the, the real issues of people wanting to put topicals on. I, I, so many people apply all these really drying, heavy things. But if we, if we deal with that kind of stuff on the inside, you'd be surprised at how quickly we can put out the fire of inflammation. 
Mm-hmm. And there's uh, there's one girl who attends my school and she, she actually opened up in terms of uh, what was going on for her because she um, her, her skin was so inflamed and red and itchy and bleeding and not just her hands, but all over her face. And, um, she would essentially shed layers at school. And it was because when she was younger, she was put on cortisone cream, um, Mm. and steroid cream. And then it's her body going through withdrawal of being on it for 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. um, or so. So now it's the inflammation again, just resurfacing. It's been there all the time, but I think a lot of people, you know, put a bandaid over it or they'll look over it saying that it's, it's not inflammation or rated off. And that's because they're young or because they don't have the time to pay attention to it right now until it flares up even worse. Yeah. So with you and all of your experience in inflammation and cause that's really where you focus and, and niche down mm-hmm. for someone experiencing inflammation, where should they start? What are the beginning steps they should take foods that they should eliminate and things that they should add into their diet? Sure. So when you think that you have inflammation, I want you to look at the root cause So we have to establish the four causes of inflammation, which I like to call the four I's because they all start with the letter I. And those four I's of inflammation, just think of, you know, the guy from Trailer Park Boys. You want to you want to think of like (laughs) Mr. Bubbles. Like what is the four I's that might be getting you down? The first one is injury. Are you are you have you twisted your ankle? We want to address that. We want to rehabilitate that. Because I find a lot of injuries in high school and college will lead you to much more serious injury later in life if you don't address how to rehabilitate it completely. And then next mm-hmm. up is, is the, the infection that I talked about, the infections in your skin leading to acne, the infections in your belly that can lead to bloating and gas and distension and feeling unwell that way. So we really want to address infections. That's a big, huge one. And then the next up is irritations. If you have an irritation caused by a food allergy, if you have an irritation caused by a major toxicity that maybe you're not aware of, like for example, maybe you're absolutely um, allergic or intolerant or kind of you, you have a huge toxic overload from a perfume that you're wearing. You're not aware of the fact that this, unfortunately, regular perfume that's sold in standard stores um, has a lot of, of heavy-duty artificial ingredients that tax your liver. And if you can't handle that, you're going to start to have reactions to it. So you might have lung issues crop up. You might ha- get asthmatic when you get around it. You might feel nauseous. So we have to look at those signs and dig under and find the root causes. And then the last one is imbalance. And the imbalances can be caused by either your specific... Um, hormonal imbalance like so many ladies if their if their testosterone is running a little bit high or their insulin is running a little bit high then unfortunately that could be a contributing cause to pcos for example if you're if you're there's so many imbalances with hormones that we we do have to go okay how can i balance my hormones well a big one is the imbalance of nutrition so are you missing a nutrient that's critically important for your liver to balance your sex hormones so we want to look at big ones are vitamin Bs because vitamin Bs play a massive role in your liver. And the number one thing that most young ladies are missing is vitamin B6, especially if you're on the birth control pill because the birth control pill robs you of vitamin B6. And I, I heard this from my naturopath when I was in my late teens and I wish I listened more closely <laughs> because I unfortunately really ran a, a deficiency and then had a lot of estrogen dominance. And that can cause a lot of, you know, unhealthy symptoms like anxiety, skin imbalances, bloating, weight gain. 
So if you're really Mm -hmm. struggling and you want to deal with that, then we want to bump up those vitamin Bs. Where do you get vitamin B from? A lot of green veggies are amazing. Parsley, specifically, avocados are an incredible source of vitamin B6. And that's going to be very, very hormonally balancing. So if we address the imbalances, the irritations from the food allergies, your injuries and your infections, then all of a sudden, all the the core issues are resolved and your inflammation drops away without doing any drugs or topicals or things that are overtly just shutting down your symptoms. You want to get underneath the symptom and find that root cause. Yeah. And I think that's so important to you because a lot of people, I think times are shifting, but a lot of people used to be looking for that quick fix and they realize that it needs to be more of a lifestyle change. And it's something that can um, evolve with them over time, but it's something that they can see themselves doing for years and years. So I I think when you approach the anti-inflammatory diet, it's not just a diet, it's more of a lifestyle. And I think that the the benefit of it is the main objective that a lot of people are looking for when they go on a, a diet specifically is weight loss. But I think that when you address the underlying root issue of inflammation and you make all these healthy, sustainable changes, that's when weight loss occurs as a side effect of resolving the inflammatory root issue. And that's got it. what's igniting the fire. Yeah, I'd like everyone to know that uh, the weight is just a, uh, a side effect of an imbalance. Because let's face it, some people can eat anything and everything they want and not gain an ounce. So mm-hmm. to say that it's calories in equals weight gain is not a fair assumption. Um, yeah. And that's why I find a lot of young women can end up starving themselves. They can feel malnourished and end up weaker and unable to do as much physical exercise because they're trying so hard to limit the nutrition that they're taking in. So I love that point that we want to address the root cause to, to shift any sort of weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and it essentially, well, it leads us into my next point that I wanted to talk about. And you were really excited about this as well when we were chatting before we started recording and that's making this again, a lifestyle, but something that is not a negotiable. So I use Mm. the non-negotiable self-care practices when I talk to clients, but I would love to hear your spin on a non-negotiable anti-inflammatory diet year round. Um, And for you to give us some tips for eating an anti-inflammatory diet throughout the entire year, but specifically the holidays. Yes, totally. (laughs) Because a lot of people will say to me, well, you know, I was doing great, but then the holidays happened and I just have to eat the way my family has to eat. I'm like, really? Do you? (laughs) Like, do you have to eat the way your family eats? I mean, sometimes that's within your culture that there's sort of peer pressure. But one thing that blows my mind is when I started to say, I absolutely have to take care of this because you're going to want me to be in a good mood around the holidays. And if you want me to be happy, true happiness starts with a happy belly. That's where you get a flood of feel good chemicals. So I was like, mom, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, encouraging you. Let's try this sugar-free chocolate. Let's try this sugar-free gummy Mm -hmm. bear. So bringing these to the party instead of uh, kind of feeling like a victim and and, and feeling deprived, that's a big thing we want to move away from is deprivation. And instead filling the blanks, making sure that you always have a bounty and bringing that to the table and saying, hey, guys, try this. It tastes as good as the conventional. And maybe not even pointing it out, because that's one thing I've noticed huge, is that if you've got some family members who love debate and they love to sort of rouse you, one thing (laughs) they may do is shut down if they find out it's sugar-free and they'll automatically go, oh, that doesn't taste good. Where if you you share it on a plate that doesn't have any branding, 
and you say, what do you think of these delicious gummy bears? And they'll pop one in their mouth and they'll be like, hey, yeah, I like that. And then you can go, guess what? There's no sugar in this. And the reveal has them go, whoa. And they actually have an opportunity to change their mind because they weren't already coming in with a bias, which is really great. So that's one thing mm-hmm. I've been doing a great deal of is uh, just being uh, a bit of a turtle and carrying with me my <laughs> nourishment, squirreling away all my fun treats. So I made sure to have lots of props today. So I have a sugar-free chocolate that I'm really in love with called Lily's, which mm-hmm. has no added uh, cane sugar at all. Because for me, cane sugar is like my kryptonite. If I have even a little bit, my whole mood shifts. And I just want to check with people, is sugar causing your sadness? Because in 52%, there's a 52% higher chance of having depression if you have a high sugar diet, which is a shocking amount. And yet, if you shift to a high produce diet that fulfills all your nutritional needs, you have a drop in depression risk of 24%. So that's over a 75% swing. And I think most people really think, huh, that's worth trying, right? So if we really um, enjoy chocolate, have fun with it, but not get your sugar from there. And then instead, we, we really focus on where can we get produce items in. So when we first approach the bar, this is a big piece of getting through the holidays. As you approach the buffet, where are you going to build in a lot, of, a lot of health and a lot of safety? Well, my big thing is just start with how many veggies can you pile up on your plate? <laughs> and then can you reach for a bean dip? Can you reach for some turkey? Can you reach for something that's going to give you serious protein? Because now we know the fiber and the B vitamins and the produce and the protein from whether it be vegetarian sources or, or say turkey, you're going to be getting so many good feel good amino acids that you're going to have a lot more willpower, a lot more stamina, a lot of more strength to carry through the rest of the evening and feel fantastic. So that's how I often approach the bar. And I also want to speak to one of my new finds, which is delicious, which is uh, gently roasted pumpkin seeds that are lightly salted. And it's this new snack Ooh. called Skuta, um, S-K-U-T-A, Skuta. And it's so good. And it, <laughs> I love that it's, it, because it's popped, there's this kind of crunch that you miss from giving up, say, if you're trying to get off of popcorn or pretzels or any of those salty snacks. You're going to love that this has all that salty crunch that you're after, but then it's filling you up with protein and really good zinc and other minerals that are really filling you on a soul level and helping you really satisfy your, your hunger now, but also your need for minerals for electrolytes and energy later. Mm-hmm. And I, I love some of the tips and the tricks that you use too, because I do something similar when I'm trying to get someone to taste something that I've made without telling them what's in it. I'll get them to try it first and then surprise them that there's kale and spinach. Yeah. But I really like the line that you talked about when it's not about elimination. It's more about, again, just um, a substitution mm. or an like an alternative, because I think that right now we live in a, a fantastic day and age where we have access to sugar-free gummy bears and Swedish fish and we have uh, keto bars that are low sugar but you can still get a bit of chocolate and they're all made with the natural sugar-free alternatives so that they can still adhere to your anti-inflammatory diet but I think that's a really key component when it comes to mindset uh, specifically 
yeah, specifically if someone's trying to make a dietary change, I think a lot of people go to, well, like, I can't have this, I can't have that. And that, that word can't gets very repetitive and very negative and heavy. And it kind of shuts them down in terms of what they think about for possibilities that they have open to them, where I think that when we use the word replacement or an alternative, it's something that's just as good, but still extremely healthy for them at the same time. I totally agree. I think, I think a big piece of this is, is doubling on your gratitude practice and looking at what mm-hmm. you have and reminding yourself why you're doing this. Get in touch with your commitment. Every time you have a complaint, get underneath your complaint and get what you're committed to. Because if you didn't care, you wouldn't actually, you wouldn't actually be doing it. So if you are, if you're doing it, then you care. So you might as well get to your commitment as to why you're doing it. So just jump under that, like, and get to yeah. <laughs> that, that really good spot of I'm doing this because I want this result and hold on to that result as the absolute, like, gratitude thing of like, oh, I'm so grateful that my gut is getting better that I absolutely love looking at this new bread that doesn't have any flour in it. Because that's the thing that is mind-blowing. There is delicious bread on the market. Just in the last year, there's been mm-hmm. two or three bakeries that come on that are so popular. They're, they're popping up in restaurants. They're popping up in freezers all over health food stores and even conventional stores where they're made out of flaxseed and pumpkin seed powder and eggs and completely eliminating the need for white flour that's causing a lot of health issues so you it's out there like it's really it's really possible and if you're on a budget I just made a loaf of bread the other day that was like less than three dollars and I was like yes finally (laughs) making bread that doesn't break the bank you know you can Mm -hmm. do this if you like making cookies you can learn to make bread that's as easy as a muffin like it doesn't have to be like you know, a lot of yeast and watching it rise, like there's way easier ways to make bread. It's totally possible. And that's so true because I think a lot of the recipes that I try to make are one blender, one pot, one pan, things that are super easy for people to replicate. Yeah. But I think that the, again, the key ingredient is just wholesome, wholesome foods. But I find that the, the, again, the more that you adhere to your program and your protocol and foods that make you feel really good, when you go back and you have the ones that do cause the flare ups, that do cause the itchiness or the redness, or again, that, that pain, that joint stiffness or pain to come back, they don't taste the same. And I think not only do they taste differently in terms of like the salt, sugar, and fat component, and it probably doesn't give you that same high as it did before, because now you're associating the feelings of discomfort with that food, because you know, you're going to have the mood swings, you know, you're going to have the pain and the aches and all that stuff afterwards as well. So I think that's a, a, a really important thing too, is not just looking at food from a, this is a quick fix. This is something that's going to give me that quick sugar rush. But versus how am I going to feel five, six or eight hours after eating this? And who has to be around me at that time? (laughs) I know, like, I've honestly been poisoned accidentally with sugar, because know that it's truly my kryptonite. If I have sugar, you run for the hills. Like I I look at my husband, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I will totally (laughs) go to the library and work from there tomorrow, because I don't want to inflict anything on you. Because I just want people to try what it's like to feel amazing. Like, if you're listening and you're like really struggling with a health issue and it's dampering your mood down, just know that you can feel euthoric. It's possible if you let go of the things that are actually hurting you. And initially, that seems like a great deal of willpower, but it very quickly 
you feel so much better that you would do anything to preserve that feeling. And that's what you end up craving, that feeling of freedom versus that feeling of a few seconds of flavor in your mouth. Instead of having five minutes of a candy cane or five minutes of a piece of bread with cinnamon and sugar on it, you get 24 hours of blissful feeling, chilled, centered, calm, collected, unbelievably like giggling, you know, like actually able to find joy in <laughs> yeah. your life. So I just, I just hope people hear that because I, I've been there. I've been there where when the sugar gets a hold of you, it lights up your brain like crack cocaine and you mm-hmm. will go back and go back and go back for more. It's an endless pit where you just feel satiated. You do, sorry, you never feel satiated. You feel at a constant ache for more sugar. But when you get into this beautiful, fat-fueled, very calm energy space, you'd be surprised at how your taste buds change. And even the slightest bit of natural sweetness from a peach or from a piece of sweet potato all of a sudden tastes like candy to you because your taste buds have completely changed. Yeah. And I think, well, one other point to mention too is the more that we get on the sugar wheel, that sugar hamster wheel, the more we become addicted to it. And I think that, again, you talked about that dopamine dopamine release, but I also talk about to that perfect triangle that companies are always trying to replicate, that being salt, sugar, and fat. And I think that this ties back to the pumpkin seed um, point that you made earlier, having that little bit of a crunch, but saltiness and that, that sweetness to it as well. I think that when you compose all of your meals, it comes down to that trio of those three elements that it can be super satisfying, um, but fulfill you for a while as well. Mm-hmm. It's so important to have everything. Yeah. If you, if you satisfy those boxes, then all of a sudden you just don't have the same needs for sugar, for the flour, because you're like, oh, I've got something. Yeah. You know? Do you have a cracker? Do you have a cookie? Do you have a muffin? Do you have a bread? Like just replace the things that you crave the most and find those new favorites. And you'd be surprised at how much easier it gets once you've got all those major things satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I'd love, so I've obviously read all three of your books and I, and I've tried a number of your recipes, but for someone who is like, okay, I'm ready to jump on board. I'm ready to take out a lot of the inflammatory foods in my diet. Where do they start? So what is something that you think that they could easily make up that they have in their fridge right now? for a quick breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And what are some foods that you recommend that people stock in bulk when it comes to living the anti-inflammatory lifestyle? Sure. So first up, um, one of the first things you can do in the morning, let's face it, one of the easy, easy things is to reach for eggs because, you know, people are so hardwired for sweet, but they just break up with sweets first by starting your day with protein that can be an absolute game changer. So either making, I like making little mini muffins that have no flour in them at all. Um, I call them the early risers because they're, <laughs> uh, they're egg muffins essentially. And there's sweet potato and lovely spinach in there. And it's really a complete meal. It's like these little miniature omelets that you bake in muffin tins. And that has been just so lovely because you can run out the door and have something because that's a big complaint people give me all the time. I don't have time. Well, what if you make it up once and then you have it five times? You know, that's one thing that will ensure that you stick to something is how convenient it is. Mm -hmm. Of course, the smoothie is a big one. Um, Many days of mine are started with a smoothie because it's easy to digest before I hit the gym. And I really like hemp hearts 
because hemp hearts provide a very nice balance of amino acids to rebuild your muscles. So it's so nice to have it in you as you start your workout or just after. And uh, yeah, hemp hearts also provide good quality fat. So you feel fat fueled. And if you, if you were to start your day, you know, I'm not a big fan of massive banana in a smoothie. I like to start with an avocado in my, in my smoothie, but if you're Same. someone who, yeah, exactly. Cause it's lower glycemic, low, low in sugar. But if you do need a banana, can you try half a frozen banana instead of a whole one, giving you that mouthfeel and the thickness in your smoothie, but not jamming your blood sugar too high, which is just one little quick thing that I do is just trying to get people to wean off of sugar. And then, and then embrace these new quality sweeteners that are coming out. Try the monk fruit um, because you could then sweeten up with some lemon juice and avocado some some collagen or some um, plant protein powder with a few drops of monk fruit boom you've got like a key lime pie smoothie that is absolutely delicious pre or post workout and just I love it first thing in the morning just makes me so happy and then moving on to lunches well I'm not gonna lie I just eat so many mealside salads for lunch (laughs) because it's so easy or I have dinner leftovers so I'm a big fan of cooking for six Uh, And Mm -hmm. there's only two of us. So we have like a meal two or three times. And that way we're not uh, in the kitchen too much because a lot of people say to me, oh, meal plans. I don't have that. I can't cook three times a day. I'm like, let go of cooking three times a day. Just cook maybe once a day or once every other day and just use up that food throughout and just buffering yourself with lots of delicious snacks. Um, another one that comes to mind is turmeric infused cashews are absolutely heavenly. Ooh. I just love those. Yeah. So it's good to soak your seeds to help them sprout. And then you can dehydrate them down at a low temperature with lots of slurry on, on the uh, nuts or seeds. And what I put in that is often some serious pink salt and some turmeric or some ginger or whatever seasoning you like. If you like it spicy, then you could add some curry powder. If you if you are a more of a sour person, you could put some lemon juice in there. But that kind of creates a trail mix that is supercharged because by sprouting it, you reduce all the anti-nutrients like the phytic acid, and then you also have this big boost of easily digestible protein that so many people are needing desperately. They're undernourished for protein. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I had been alive before this, though. I'm now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to tell you um, how many um, every client I see, I do a nutritional analysis of three days and I use nutritional software for that. And I'm still to meet a client that eats enough protein. And a lot of people will say, oh, you know, protein's overrated. There's a lot of vegans who say protein's overrated. But there's a whole bunch of new data that's come out saying, sure, there's the recommended daily allowance for like not dying. But then what is your health span allowance? What will help to get your health to the next level? And as a woman who is approaching 50, it's really important for me to have enough protein. And for anybody young, know that as you're in high school and you're trying to do well in school, you're trying to you know, be smart, you're trying to excel in sports. Protein helps to put on lean muscle, which will help you burn more calories per hour. So please really look for protein. When you're reading the label, always make sure that you've got good, rich amounts of protein going into you. And that's why, you know, the seeds have twice the protein of nuts. 
and they're lower on on the allergy scale. So a lot of people will tolerate, say, pumpkin seeds, but they don't tolerate almonds necessarily. So Mm -hmm. I love really focusing on the seeds and the seeds are often much higher in omega-3 as well, like flax and chia. They just have rich amounts of omega-3 that cut your inflammation, quell your inflammation so that you feel um, that wonderful lubrication from the inside out for yeah. sure you were the perfect guest to interview because you keep bringing up these talking points and I'm like oh yes I want to touch on that you've said, <laughs> you've said a really key line though and I think that well first off you talk about again well what do you need not to die and I think that's really sad because a lot of people are looking at and some medical doctors as well but looking at it from the perspective of failure to thrive so what is the bare minimum that you need but then my naturopath and I talk about the upward range too in terms of is mine a little bit higher in terms of where do I need to really thrive? And I think that's what people should be directing their attention on, not just counting calories and every individual macro micronutrient, but like yours is going to be different from what someone eats on Instagram when they post their meal. So I think that first off the protein comment is extremely important because that's a, a struggle I see with pretty much all of my clients as well is getting enough protein. Um, but the other thing too, they tell me is when they do start to eat enough protein, they can't, uh, they get full too fast. And that's one of the benefits of eating more protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the questions that I have for you, and this is with the, um, with the documentary being released recently, have <laughs> you seen Game Changers? <laughs> I know what you're oh, gonna you say. Where I was going to say. Of course, I know so... where this is going. So I would love, so I've, I've given my feedback and I've answered personal questions as well, but from another nutritionist perspective, can you talk in terms about if someone is hard set on being a vegetarian or a vegan and there is absolutely nothing wrong with it, I have many good friends who are, and they're doing it from an ethical standpoint, but if someone is truly looking to pursue a plant-based diet and they want to do it properly, first off, what do they need to do to ensure they're still eating anti-inflammatory? And second off, just your opinion about the Game Changers documentary in general. Love what to hear it. Been, okay, so know that I'm a nutritional researcher. And so I'm all about making <laughs> sure that those studies that, that I mentioned are peer reviewed and they're in a decent journal and that they have a large sample size, et cetera, et cetera. So the problem I have with the Game Changers is that they were using case studies and making out as if these specific individuals who are thriving are an actual study when it's not. It's an in, like the, the difference being a case study is an individual report on how one person is doing. And for example, yeah. there's a guy who's a strength. Um, he's one of the strongest men in the world. What they don't show you is that he's augmenting his vegetarian diet with massive supplementation. He's yeah. having so many protein powders, so many pills in order to maintain that size that I don't think it's really fair for the average person watching the documentary because they kind of go, oh, you see, he can get that big and strong with just a plant-based diet. And actually, if he was being realistic, he would have shown on the same plate the 15 different supplements he was taking. So I think that was a bit misleading. But let's get to really what happened for me. I went vegetarian at 16 and I stopped being, being vegetarian at 32. And that's a really long time because my entire, my entire thriving years, the entire time when your brain is at its most active and when you're growing and building, I was vegetarian. And I have to tell you, it destroyed my health and it didn't destroy my health initially because there's a halo effect of being vegetarian. Because when you go vegetarian and you're eating more vegetation, 
and you get rid of the junk food, you're going to feel so much better because I simultaneously got rid of flour and sugar and all the junk in my diet. So I, you feel initially fantastic. But the problem is, are you becoming nutrient deficient, which I was, I was so nutrient deficient that when I ended up developing arthritis, bursitis and colitis simultaneously, and my bowels were in such bad shape that my, my naturopath begged me, begged me to stop being a vegan. I, I finally had to eat to put my life jacket on. I, I couldn't just eat out of my ethics. I had to eat to survive. And to do that, I had to break my vegetarianism. And I know a lot of people on this, they might be like, oh, forget it. I don't want to hear what you have to say because I can't believe mm-hmm. you're no longer vegetarian. But please hear me out. I was no longer able to digest soy. I was no longer able to digest um, uh, almonds, peanuts. I lost so many vegetarian protein sources that I was starving. And so by putting the fish back in immediately, a huge hit of protein, essential fatty acids like EPA, which you don't get from plant-based omega-3s, immediately putting back in B12 from from a food source. These are key nutrients that all of a sudden, all my nutritional deficiencies were solved. So let's go through the five things you need to become a good vegetarian. If you are going to choose to be vegetarian, you have to eat to live. You must focus all your energy. This is not a matter of, I'm allowed to be a junk food vegetarian. I just don't eat meat. (laughs) This is, I have to just focus all my energy on getting five nutrients that, that vegans are deficient in. B12, impossible to get. Please don't think that spirulina is a good source of B12. It's a B12 analog. A lot of yeah. people think, oh, I've got, B- you know, I'm fine. No, you need extra B12. You need extra iron. Ladies, one third of women are anemic in this life. And if you're anemic, not only are you going to feel incredibly fatigued, your brain will suffer. Your memory will suffer. That's why a lot of vegans end up with a lot of memory issues. So definitely double down on iron and make sure that it's a form of iron that's easy for you so that you don't end up constipated. Next up, zinc. A lot of uh, vegans can be a little bit zinc deficient because they don't have any seafood in their diets. So make sure, you know, zinc is a huge part of testosterone and progesterone and estrogen balance. So make sure to get enough of that. Another one is, of course, we've talked over and over, protein. The quality of protein, making sure that you get, um, there's that, recommended daily needs for survival and then there's the upper range you need to be a great athlete and now they know that athletes need more than one gram per kilo where in the past they were thinking 0.8 was fine now they're thinking one to 1.2 even as high in some sports that tear down muscle as high as 1.4 grams per protein for your for your uh, kilo of body weight. So that's a huge amount of protein increase that that you have to work on. And then last but not least, essential fatty acids. You're not getting the pre-converted omega-3 called EPA, eicosapentaenoic acid. If you're missing omega-3, you will become often depressed because it helps you make your serotonin. You'll become, your brain will be deprived you'll have a hard time reducing inflammation because it's one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory switches we have in the body. So between omega-3, protein, zinc, all these nutrients, you can see the iron, B12, 
you see how it's a nutritional minefield when you decide to become vegetarian. So when you want to go there, you know, if you want to do it, I totally acknowledge you for saving baby animals and taking care of the planet. Like it's totally cool, but you better have your nutrition sorted so that you don't end up sacrificing your health. Yeah. Oh, Julie, and it's funny, 16 years of being vegetarian and now, now you're thriving. Now and, I'm thriving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did the same thing and that's what took me to find you actually was, wow. I think like four or five years of being a vegetarian and vegan and then developing a serious eating disorder from it. Cause I didn't know how to eat after that. Mm. So, and that's when I found you. Wow. So you have, you've been a, a, like a, a shining star for everyone specifically me and I want to say thank you for taking the time to come on today's call oh, and for, um, and for being such an incredible uh, human being but also friend and nutritionist and um, for creating such delicious delicious recipes mm, um, everything is <laughs> everything is already tagged in the show notes but really quickly where can people find you where are you the most active and what book would you recommend that they start with if they would pick up one of the three sure first yeah. up um a madhouse on Instagram, which I know you are, which is yeah. where, where we connect a lot. So uh, Instagram, my stories is where I, I share so much of my exercise and my food tips and all that I'm eating. Um, I also really am just starting to get into TikTok, which I know is big amongst the younger crowd. And mm-hmm. I also, uh, of course, am found on Facebook, all at Julie Danluk and Danluk, D-A-N-I-L-U-K. Very, just my name. And just to let people know, I have a sugar-free guide up on my website right now. If you want to go um, get off of sugar, definitely check out juliedownlet.com and download that. And the last thing I'll say on that is I'm absolutely um, loving our Hot Detox group on Facebook where you can join for free. And my book, Hot Detox, is a gorgeous place to start because I explain the entire body and how to gently cleanse and the recipes are so much faster and easier. I've learned the hard way that you have to make, make things really fast and easy for people. So a lot yeah. of things I called soupies, which are soup smoothies are on there. And I just love making sure that everyone has um, nutrition in a portable format so that you can eat on the run for sure. There's something for everyone. I yeah. love that. Thanks. Oh, amazing. Great. Thank you so much, Julie, for being a guest on the podcast. My um, pleasure. I will make sure to send everyone your way, but um, happy holidays you and too. I hope that you guys uh, can take these tips and fight inflation this holiday season. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, bye. Take care. Bye. And that is it for the Healthy Essentials Podcast season one of 2019. Thank you for tuning in, for listening. And I do want to take a moment. So first off, if you you haven't already joined my private Facebook groups, the Healthy Essentials Challenge and the Healthy Essentials Facebook group, there's a giveaway running in uh, one of them. There's also an Instagram giveaway going on from December the 13th to the 24th, like I mentioned. Julie's will be today, obviously, if you're listening to it. Um, however, we do still have spots open in the Healthy Essentials Challenge. It is 30 days of group coaching with me. If you have your doTERRA membership and you have your basic oils, so lemon, lavender, peppermint, tea tree, oregano, um, you also have frankincense, on guard, easy air, zengest, and deep blue, you have everything you need to get started. You just need your supplements. And there's a couple other optional oils if you want to jump on and have some more like metabolic boosts and some ones that are a bit better for stress and anxiety. With that being said, it's 30 days of group coaching with me. It's completely free. All you need is your oils, but I'm not charging you for the coaching. 
I am not charging you to pay for a meal plan or recipes, which you get 50 of those um, that are all oil infused, by the way. You also get six live webinars with me, private group support in a Facebook group, and you get to hear from all my doTERRA leaders about their favorite oils, what they use them for, and how they completely change their life. You are in a tribe of like-minded people, both, both male and female, but like 95% female. And you get to essentially learn how to take the tools and the tips that I'm giving you and to put them to use for a lifetime. This is going to be something that's going to rock your world. We're running from January 6th to February the 6th, and we have six weekly live calls. There's a kickstarting meeting, and there's also a closing meeting. And there's four live webinars with me that are more Q&A sessions to make sure that there's no confusion or kerfuffle about anything, what to do, what to take when, what to eat, what you can eat. There's no restrictions. There's nothing like that. It's just pure education, pure delicious food, and everything that's good for you. So that is what's running. Uh, all the show notes are below so you can jump on in and join us. The other moment I want to take is just a, a moment of deep appreciation and gratitude for all of you. If you've listened to this episode to the very end, you have likely listened to a lot of my episodes. With that has come a lot of trial and error with figuring out what types of shows you guys want, how to record them first off, how to edit them, recording guests, uh, having failed guest interviews because the connections didn't work and Wi-Fi cut out and all that fun stuff. It's help me come overcome a lot of fear with being in the microphone by myself because one of the things I truthfully struggle with is um, feeling like I know enough and that's partially associated with my age um, but feeling like I am a fraud and making you know I think everyone struggles with that to a degree but you know feeling like you have a bit of imposter syndrome like who am I to make a podcast but really I thought about it and it's no different than if I was having a conversation with a client on the phone I just have to be the one doing all of the talking. So there's no one, no one to kind of bounce ideas off of, which is why we bring guests on. This is why we can introduce you and to, to meet you or uh, get you to meet new entrepreneurs and people who I am huge fans of, who I also think will be game changers for your health and your well-being and just your life in general. So like with that being said, I do want to say a very, very deep and long and thankful, um, sorry, thankful grateful thank you um for listening to the podcast for putting up with all my trial and errors and my recording while i was driving in toronto hands-free of course um for putting up with uh, with me and my podcast edits and you know making sure that we got all the logistics figured out a podcast is not something that's easy to do even though everyone says it is it takes a lot more time than you think which is why we're just going to take a couple weeks off from recording get a you know quickly regroup, make sure we have episodes that you guys really like. I've been told I want, you guys want shorter episodes. So I'm going to make that happen. But I also want to make sure that we have guests on that you guys truly align with and that you want to hear from, um, but make sure it's a bit more tailored content to you guys. So we're just going to take a, a bit of time off, spend some time with friends and family in January and really help to support all of the doTERRA enrollments and our community because we are growing at a rapid rate and it's scary and terrifying, but it's also extremely exciting. So I think that an important note to make is if your your dreams don't scare the absolute crap out of you, they're probably not big enough. And so I think that this year has completely rocked my world and I am so thankful for everyone who's part of it. And I have made such deep friendships um, that are going to last for a lifetime with so many of you guys um, through Instagram and Facebook and, and social media but also just with clients who have evolved into some of my best friends and I introduced them to each other. And now, you know, we have a, a solid rockstar group of three, four, six of us that hang out all the time. I, I love my job. I love you guys, but I, I hope you know that this, uh, this podcast was really a passion project of mine. We don't have the biggest audience and that's totally okay, but it's going to grow over time. And I think that if I keep pouring the time and attention into it and I give you guys the content that you need, I, 
feel really good in my heart just knowing that I'm supporting someone who who needs it, who might not have access to private coaching with me um, or the resources they need, but they have the education. I think that's what really starts it is educating yourself for a lifetime so that you can slowly make the habits and adjustments so that you can be as happy and as healthy as possible um, every year going forward. So that being said, thank you for listening to this long, long closing segment, but I wanted to say thank you. I wanted to show my appreciation and I'm doing that through the giveaways. I'm doing that through love notes. I'm doing that through just telling you guys verbally over and over again. So we're going to take some time off in January. We're going to onboard all of our new clients and make sure that everyone's well taken care of. I hope you guys have an incredible holidays. Merry Christmas, happy new year. And I hope that you're ready to kick off the new year on the best but possible with the healthy essentials challenge. I'll be there to guide you all the way. I'll see you on Instagram. See you on Facebook. And I hope you have a magical start to your 2020.